What is up, everybody? Welcome to All Things Gaming with Malachi36. It's the Nine Ball and Mildew and Carrot on June 31st, 2022. Uh, this is your episode 21 of Season 2 for All Things Gaming. Hope everyone's doing great and had a great, fantastic Memorial Day weekend. Um, I'm going to start it off with It's the Nine Ball. How are you, man? What is going on? What is new? What's been happening? Uh, not too much. Been work. I worked up most of the week last week. Um, just basically relaxing, watching some shows, catching up on a lot of my shows, and starting up about to start up some new animes and new shows. Ow! Hurting um, <laughs> Yeah, that too. I forgot I had some weights underneath my desk. I threw them underneath there to get mm. them out of the way earlier. Um, those weights are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Outside of that, man, we play. We're getting back into phasmophobia. Um, <laughs> uh, my niece told me to watch The Promise Neverland, so I thought I was gonna watch that. So that's on my list now. Full, full stop. It is great season one. It is great halfway through season two, and the way they just end it, just completely defecated all over the greatness. Oh, she just man, said it's like man. the coolest thing since Legos, and I'm like, no. it's just did worth she, watching. Did she, she finish like, it? She said she finished because she just finished. She's you like, might, you just... might have to take your 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 uh, nephew or niece inside um, of what taste is 101. You know what I mean? Because that is just not happening. <laughs> like, like I was a huge advocate, huge advocate for Promise Neverland, and they just absolutely destroyed that anime. I was wondering why you'd stop talking about it because we were talking about it beforehand. I'm like, I knew you're talking about talking about talking about, and then nothing it was it was so good and they had a great thing going and they demolished it they straight up made it terrible at the end i could not believe it outside of that i'm trying an anime called vampire in the garden heard that so we're gonna see how this one goes 
Yeah, it's okay. on Netflix. I was like, ah, this one looks kind of might be up my alley, so I'm gonna give this one a run through here. You know what is not on Netflix? Mildew and Carrot. How are you doing, man? What's been new with you? <laughs> Anything been I mean, going on? He's not untrue. I haven't been on Netflix in a good long while. Yeah. <laughs> um, not much. Just been playing some more. I know we started up a game on Civ Six. You, me, Abyss, Nineball. Yeah. Uh, yep. Gotta get back in to finish that. Abyss and I. Uh, we actually just they uh, have a one of the packs on sale for some oh, of the for Civ Six. For Civ Six, so we got that. So we got some new civilizations we've been playing with. Um, so I've been trying new things out. Uh, like Nine Ball said, we actually got back, uh, found Gravity again. He was floating around out in space somewhere, so we managed to pull him back to Earth for a bit to play some uh, Phasmophobia. Heard that. Uh, getting back into that because they got updates they've been talking about. Oh, they got a game. big update coming up. Yeah, Two new uh, ghosts. Full rework of the Asylum, uh, rework of the UI for the quest boards and for your own ID cards and like ID badge system. It's part of their roadmap, so. Uh, some good stuff coming from Phasmophobia. Um, and the new ghost sounds interesting. They're saying that you can't hide from it. You got to actually run from it. Run. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be the only one that you have to yeah. to kite. Um, there's two new ghosts, so one of them does that. The other one, I think, is still like a standard. But it'd be nice if both of them were kite um, kite escapes only, because then you have to figure out how to get away from them. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not just. Living life, gaming, playing my survival games that I love to play. Gotta get Nine Ball and Gravity back on raft so we can get up with that. Still waiting on final announcement for that one. And then Valheim actually has been teasing us, so might have to go back in there and resharpen my swords if you know what I mean. Yep. Heard that. And, I'm, and I own Valheim. I might jump in a couple with you guys on some Valheim if you guys decide to start that up. Just let oh, me I mean, know. I've already. I've got a world, so that's the one we've been running, so I can easily just uh, get you back in. I'd have to s- probably have to sail back down to you, but we got a portal system kind of half set up, so I'd have to double-check it. Like I said, it's been a while since I've been in on that one. Um, that. But yeah. I um, Yeah, I have been playing all sorts of different stuff, actually, lately. Um, I Right now, I have Final Fantasy fourteen on a really, really brief hold. Because there's a couple dungeons that I have to do, but my item level's not not up there yet. I think I only I'm only off by like an item level of twenty, so I just need a little bit more to go, and then I'm good to go ahead and do those dungeons. Um, I can Where probably are you get right on there. I'm oh, inside the man. I'm inside the in between. Like I'm I beat Stormblood, so it's that's completely beat, and I'm in that interlude between Stormblood and Shadowbringer. So I'm still like. If you beat Stormblood, the part that I'm at is I'm about to go on an adventure to where I'm going to search for treasure. Uh, it's with me, Alphano, and another guy that ends up being a supporting character. Before that, he's pretty much treated like story fodder. But then, like once you get to uh, further inside Stormblood, you actually see that he's a supporting character. Not a side character, but more of a supporting character, though. And they kind of give him like a little bit of an arc in the interlude portion that I'm at. So it's definitely pretty interesting, and I'm about to go on that mission. But before I go ahead and do that main quest list mission to get me closer to Shadowbringer, I started doing all these other uh, dungeons that um, I, I just didn't have access to before. Because normally, once you beat a main DLC port, they hit you with like ten dungeons that you, that you can do at the end of that game or uh, at the end of that DLC. So. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. I'm still t- towards the very beginning-ish portion of the interlude, but I am excited to get back to it. I just need to get my item level up. 
Um, but anime-wise, I mean, I've been obviously watching everything under the sun. Uh, some also new animes like Couple of Cuckoos, uh, Trapped in Dating Sim, which is absolutely hilarious and great. Um, was it updated recently? I haven't seen that. Every Sunday. Update. Yeah, it comes out every oh. Sunday. Yeah. I must have missed it then because I've been checking for that one because that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Sunday it comes out. Uh, usually before three PM our time, um, it is just sub only, and then afterwards, like later on in the evening, as the dub drops. Um, gotcha. But the uh, the anime that I started rewatching, which is what got me into Civ Six, because why we started jumping on Civ Six is because I went I went ahead and hit up Mill Dewey and 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 uh, it's Nine Balls. Like, hey, I know you're an RTS guy. I know you love your RTSs, your your world builders and stuff like that. I am itching for something that I can go ahead and just command troops in. Be able to go ahead and do all this stuff. Um, I wanted something more of a Dynasty Warriors feel to it, but I was going to take anything that I could. And Civ Six was scratching that itch for me. I will admit, I did recently upgrade uh, my free membership on Dynasty Warriors 8 Empires to the actual game. That is even more of my, what I'm wanting, but I still want to make sure I at least see Civ 6 a full game through. So I'm still going to play with you guys on Civ 6. But Empires is where it's at, man, because Records of the Grand Crest War, uh, watching it a second time all the way through, straight up put me in that mood to be like, yo, I want to go ahead and do this. I want to go ahead and invade different nations, tax them if I want to, not tax them. I can donate to them. I can go ahead and... And I, I just found out recently that you can actually get married in that game which I thought was really cool. And then you can also have your sworn brothers and sisters to where you're like, always have this bond ship and stuff like that. And then you also have quests outside of invasions and raids and stuff. It's just, it literally is exactly what I was looking for. Um, so I'm very, I'm very excited about that. It, it got to, it got me to the point to where not right now, I'm not going to do it right now, but down the road, it's making me even consider buying dynasty warriors, nine empires. And that one I was going to put on the back burner because that one was, as of right now, is only listed as one player. But they do what they did with Dynasty Warriors 9 to where they update it later on, being like, hey, we added co-op now. If they do that, I will definitely for sure be picking up Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires. Yeah, so it's just been scratching that itch. And on top of all that, you can create your person too as well. You can create your unit, create your horse. It's really cool. It's really, really cool. So... But enough about that. Enough about all that, Mamo Jambo, if you will. We're going to talk about video games now, which is we're going to start off with story number one. It's a state of play. Steve Watts from GameSpot says this in the article. Sony has announced a new state of play of uh, airing this next week, which this was from last week, promising new announcements including games for PSVR 2. The event, which is said to run roughly 30 minutes, will take place on Thursday, June 2nd at 3 p.m. Pacific, which is 6 p.m. our time, Eastern Standard Time. The announcement did not include many details on what the presentation will include. An accompanying uh, PlayStation blog post pr promised exciting reveals from our third-party partners, plus a sneak peek of, at several games in development for PSVR 2. That could mean we won't see any Sony's non-VR first-party um, lineup. Reporter Jeff Grubb speculated that, th that this could be where we see Street Fighter VI debut. This event is coming amid various other non-E3 events and more than a week before is competing Xbox and Bethesda Showcase. There's no traditional E3 uh, this year, but we, we are seeing several publishers and platform holders announce events that take place in June regardless. So that's part one. I want to read to part two before we dive into this. 
John Porter from The Verge says this in the article. Sony will broadcast almost a half an hour of uh, a PlayStation trailers and announcements during the State of Play uh, live stream next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. The company announced today that uh, uh, the company announced today. It's yet to announce any specific games that are set to appear in the event, but it'll include quote exciting reveals from third-party partners as well as several games in development for its upcoming virtual reality headset, the PSVR 2. News on the live stream follows the announcement at Sony's Investor Day that it plans over 20 major, that's quote-unquote, titles for the VR headset at launch, the date which is yet to be announced. There's currently just one other, there's just currently one confirmed game for the Sony's upcoming headset, a spin-off of the Horizon franchise called Horizon Call of the Mountain. So hopefully this event will offer more details about the other virtual reality titles on the way. End quote and story. I want to start this off with you, Mildewy. First and foremost, we had it. We uh, we made an executive decision uh, for anyone that's listening right now that we we are going to live to react to this. I mean, we're going to react to this on Thursday. It won't be a live react, so it's going to be 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for us. Like if you're watching it on Sony or whatever like that, like directly. Um, so if, if that's the case, you guys want to watch it live, make sure you guys check out Kind of Funny Games, Easy Allies, anybody that's going to be watching this right now. For us, ALWC Gaming, we're going to be re- we're going to be reacting to it at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so about an hour later. And we're yeah, going so to it be- might be better just to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be best to be waiting, you know what I mean? Yeah, at least we tried. Yeah, uh, with the gang here. <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll be going at 7 p.m. If you guys want to check that out, www.twitch.tv forward slash ALWC Gaming. Um, or YouTube, you guys can check our post content on YouTube. But I do want to ask you, Mildew Carrot, mm-hmm. where is your hype level for this event, and what do you think that we are going to see PSVR two wise or third party wise? Um, uh, you know me, I'm always um, kind of hyped for game information. You know, to see what's coming out. You know, see what's on there. Put stuff on my radar. You know, get ideas of what they're doing, how they're doing it. You know, so um, I'm definitely looking forward to this event and all. Um, as for um, like what I'm expecting to see, um, we could probably definitely see some Wolverine because um, they definitely mentioned third-party games and all. So we haven't heard much about that, so we could be hearing more a little bit about that. Well, that would be trying to think first part. That would be place. first party. Because that's Insomniac. And Insomniac's with PlayStation, so that'll be first-party games. Third-party games. I could have sworn Wolverine was being produced by someone outside of that. Mm, the same people that made Spider-Man. It's Insomniac, I'm pretty yeah. sure, because they did the Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I know yeah. Insomniac did Spider-Man, but I, th- I didn't think they were also doing the one in Wolverine. Yeah, they, yeah I that was... that part then. Yeah, that was one of the big things about it is just that you have a Wolverine being made in Spider-Man Engine. And that was like, wait, what? Like, nobody saw that coming. Yeah, no one saw that coming, but I didn't know who um, was making it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Insomniac, so that, that'll be a, that will be a PlayStation exclusive. Okay. So, yeah, it's PlayStation exclusive. Then, I mean, I'm not too sure on, like, the PS5 third-party games that would be coming out for it. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm always excited, though, just to hear new stuff about the games and also, I mean, they've done pretty good mm-hmm. with um, their trailers and with their launches and videos and everything about um, um, 
sorry, with with like with their state of plays and all. So, um, yeah, so go. Nine ball. What is your thoughts about all of this? What's going on here? Where's your headspace when you think about state sorry. of play? Oh, you're fine. When you think about state of play this coming Thursday, 7 p.m. our time is when we're going to be reacting to it. I'm pretty excited. I think you're going to hear quite a few games. I mean, they're saying not... First party lineups. Um, Some of the games I'm thinking of, for me, will probably be maybe more of an announcement for, like you said, with the, what is that, Spartacus or whatever? PlayStation Premiere might show up in there. This is the state of play, so it might show a bit more and go a bit more into it. Um, more Star Wars and um, the Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic could show up. Because I know they do have a timed exclusive on that. That is not made by them. Um, well, as of right now, we know that it's like a timed exclusive. Yeah, Poss- possibly permanent, but I strongly doubt it will be. I, I think it's just timed because they, haven't, they um, haven't flat out came out and said anything just yet. Yeah. Um, some more Death Stranding too. I keep hearing about yeah. that. <laughs> so, so you're leaning more towards the first party stuff. Kojima, Kojima's not really with them though. He's he's Kojima's, not, but he uh, he definitely like he still he makes, works very close alongside PlayStation. Yeah, because Death Stranding is, I believe, launched on Xbox. So I want to be sure on that one. I don't, I don't think it. No, I don't think it is. I think that was strictly PlayStation, and then came to PC. I don't think it's on Xbox. If anything, Death it may have Stranding. just recently. Like, if Death Stranding's on Xbox, it literally like came to Xbox this year. But I'm pretty confident that it didn't come to Xbox at all. Hmm. <laughs> PlayStation yeah, 4, 5, and Microsoft more coming Windows. to PlayStation, uh, Xbox Series X soon. So it's not out yet, but it will be probably coming it's I don't know, on, last year. It's on the Microsoft Windows currently. So it's on yeah. the Windows Store, so you just probably by this year, next year, it'll be on. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, well, the, and again, that's like Microsoft PC. It's not on, like, consoles well, yet for Microsoft. It said Xbox Series X on it, now. It's it's so coming. it's probably coming. Okay, so I, I feel yeah. I feel like I saw something like that previously, like like it's coming to Xbox Game Pass or something like that. But it's like again, it's been a very like it was a, a PlayStation exclusive for a very long while. Yeah, but I saw you had your hand up there, Mildew. You uh, did you? Want to I forgot there? about I forgot about Stray. Stray, you think we're gonna see? So, so that's that's an indie game. So, but that is like right now that is considered a PlayStation exclusive yeah, no, as far as we know. It's um, I just we I know it got delayed and pushed back, but I haven't heard anything more on it, and I'm kind of hoping that we will, because mm-hmm. that game really looks really fun, um, very puzzles, um, exploration based style, which is definitely right up my alley too. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I hope we hear about that. I uh, uh oh, go go go, keep going. I was about to say the only other one I could think of is. And I know I've ringed this one to death, but it might be Silent Hill again. <laughs> I, I knew that was I gotta up. say it. I knew that was coming up. I, I honestly so here's the thing. So first and <laughs> foremost, both of your guys I mean, is oh go ahead. You mentioned it to us, didn't you, um, Malachi? I think it was like a couple of weeks ago or so that um, there was some data miners that apparently put yeah, some yeah. stuff up apparently with Silent Hill thing that immediately um, got taken they got, down. They got yeah. they had they ordered them taking it down. I was like 
Oh, yeah. someone got very and, defensive and, very quickly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they, it was one of those DMCA's that popped up when you draw a check. It was like, all right, you got. It wasn't a thing before, but now you guys are making this a thing. To where it's just like, this is real. Like this is actually going to be it. And those are the same guys that were able to accurately leak stuff like Final Fantasy uh, Nine remake is what we said, um, as well as like a couple other things like uh, Kingdom Hearts Four that was announced. Uh, like just all this coming up, Final Fantasy Nine because I know they work real close with Square Enix and them as well. Hundred percent. The thing here's 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 the here's the thing, and because I I love where you guys' heads are at, I love where they're at. <laughs> I just don't think that this state of play is going to be like I think it's going to be more of like the they're not it's not your heavy hitters like your Wolverines like your Final Fantasy Sixteens like your god of war ragnaroks it's not going to be here it's going to be at an actual like showcase where it's like an hour hour 30 minutes long i don't think it's going to be anything like this honestly even saying the, i know we were just talking about it's not project spartacus anymore but even for the tiers yeah the tier levels for the playstation plus membership i honestly like if there was an area for that it would be this but because of how uh the tiers are designed right now it's if anything if they're shown off here it might actually be a hindrance because people are already looking at the the tiers and they're comparing it to Game Pass. And when you do that, it's not really a one-for-one. One. So it kind of looks, in retrospect, it kind of looks like it's a downgrade from Game Pass. So it's not really like a thrilling type uh, a point there. I think that you we might see Stray. I think we might see some Stray there. I think we're going to see some more PSVR titles, as they were mentioning. But, but here's my thought. I wonder if they're going to kind of experiment with some of their previous PS4 titles as VR titles moving forward. So we might see a Spider-Man VR. We might see a Ghost of Tsushima VR. Okay, mm-hmm. Spider-Man VR. Someone get the motion sickness medicine now because <laughs> yeah, the I, amount of saying, swinging. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a workout with your muscles and all. but yeah, I'm, ooh, just, I'm literally thinking of stuff that would uh, incorporate that DualSense controller because that's what they're going to have is that little boxing glove of a controller. Plus more accurate uh, eye sensories with your with the the goggles and stuff. Like it, it is something that is like okay, what are they going to do here? Because and the reason why I say that is because I don't remember the PS4 VR launch. Like I know that it came out, but I don't think it was ever anything to this caliber where they ha- where they had that they're saying that there's going to be twenty quote unquote major games that's coming out for the VR. It really didn't at launch, but it really was kind of fizzling in and out. It really yeah. didn't make a huge impact. Yeah, and th- that's what I think like is going to be different for this one because you're already starting yeah, off with like a, a, a title name called the I know that was like a um, until dawn from Supermassive for yeah. PlayStation VR, and it was like a couple other games, but it really what really wasn't enough really to write home about. Right, and th- that's what I think that the difference here is because the one game that we know is going to be out there is going to be Horizon Call of the Mountain, which that's a, a that's a huge title name right there. Like, Horizon alone is like, yo, I want to be in that world. And now you're making that to a VR? Like, it's a spinoff of VR? That's huge. We're probably going to get uh, Astro Bots 2, Astro Rescue, Rescue Mission 2 or whatever. Death Stranding VR. We might get what a, a that, Death Stranding um, VR. I mean, you can what do was... it, actually. It's not too bad of a game to where it's going to make you, like, like Mildred said, motion sickness. Well, besides the climbing and well, maybe running for from that the one, they're going to have to get like a uh, like a, an attachment rod for your back, to where it's like if your balance is off, your character's balance goes off. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, they were I know were were they the ones doing it, or was this Nintendo Switch? Um, I'm trying to remember here. Who had like a, like a playroom, like a 
like Astro's Wii, Playroom. Like, well, I wasn't sure it was Astro Playroom, but I maybe think of the Switch. But I know there was like a group like thing coming out where it's like, never mind. I am thinking of the Switch. Sorry, wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong system. Because yeah. like they were coming out with that. Um, I think it's like a new version of like the like the Wii means like the. We could create your own person, like do like the Wii Sports and stuff like that. But, oh, like, that's yeah, that's already that's already out. But yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I was like, I, my brain was like, oh, that would be good for the VR, and I'm like, oh wait, never mind. I think I'm on the wrong system, and yeah. I was my bad. Well, yeah, and, Nintendo and, and, though, there's an idea for you, you know. <laughs> well, again, even for again going back on to the PlayStation side, that's kind of what that's kind of what Astro's that's kind of what Astro's Playroom and Astro's Rescue Rescue Mission would be. Plus, on top of that you would have, like, one of the big ones that was on the VR was Half-Life Alex. Now you're going to have Half-Life Alex 2 that's going to be on the PSVR 2 that I would assume. So I do think that they have something to work with. We just got to see exactly how that delivery is going to be. As far as non-VR titles, that one I do think is going to be, like, it's probably going to be, what was that? What was that one? Um, there's, um, it was that girl. It's not, as it wait, uh... It was the girl. She was in like a green jumpsuit. She had a black ponytail. It's not Parasite Eve. It's Project Eve. You guys remember that? It was like uh, if you guys get a moment to definitely use YouTube. It, but it was like Project Eve. Eve, and a lot of people at first was just like, "Is that Parasite Eve?" And it, it like I, I would see something like that. It was at one of the previous showcases. It was actually the I second. Okay, Mirror's Edge. No, yeah, it was. It was. It was actually the second game that was shown after the uh, Kotor remake. Like little teaser. Project Eve. Yeah, Project Eve was no. A... That was um. That was remade into something. That was renamed. No, no, no. I Project Athea was renamed into Project Athea was renamed into Forspoken. I see it right oh. here. Project Eve. Hold yeah, on, she the found the trailer. It. Yeah, it, it it was a PlayStation. It was at the PlayStation showcase. I think the last place. Okay, I found it. Yeah, out. yeah. Announced twenty twenty one. Yeah. But I would see, I would expect to see something more lines like lines like that, towards like no one knows what it is per se, but we'll probably get more details about it. We might get something about not Dino Crisis, but whatever, whatever that one uh, dinosaur. No, no, no. It was there was a dinosaur shooter game that. Looked oh, you like talking about the one that was like that battle arena? Yeah, you about the no, one with all those like uh, steampunk looking one? It was yeah. It was the one that was like Anthem mixed in with Dino Crisis, like it looked like that. Yeah, yeah. And, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember I the name of it, but yeah. Yeah, it's like Exo Primal or something. I think that's what it was. I think it was Exo Primal. I think that's exactly what it was called. But yeah, but like something along the lines like that. Like I do think we're going to see more of those. Like this looks interesting. This looks kind of cool, but it's not like it's not your Final Fantasy VII Remix Part Two. It's not your Final Fantasy Sixteen. Those I think are going to be reserved either at a Square Enix showcase. Or more likely at a PlayStation official showcase, not besides a state of play. Oh God, I'm getting Anthem flashbacks. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, is your if it's Exo Primal, that's what it kind of looks like. It looks like a Anthem mixed in with dinosaurs, and it's just like, wait, what? I, I I'd be down for that one. That one looks hilarious. It kind of reminds me. Yeah, they of, can like, do it. I mean, I'm I'm, 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 down, I'm down for it. If you guys, <laughs> if you guys are like, let's do it. I'm down. It looked interesting to me. Uh, it looked in- like stupid, but fun with friends. That's it looks like. fun as, as well as Capcom. I mean, to be honest, mm. let's be real here. If one person can do a Capcom, I mean, they already do Monster. Speaking right? of P- Capcom, what about Pragmata? We might see some Pragmata there this Thursday. Um, And the uh, Callisto. Um, what was that? The one that's like a Dead Space? 
Yeah, they said it's no longer part of PUBG's universe, and they've been talking yeah. about it a lot more, so that could show up. Yeah. So there's there's stuff on the table, but with it being only 30 minutes, I think we're going to see half VR2 stuff and then half that's half stuff that was like going to be coming out this year. So I, I would think that likely we'll probably see a stray. We might see a Project Eve, possibly. That's still like up in the air, but... We might see an Exo Primal or like some of the smaller titles like that. That's not going to be like turning heads, but it might keep the interest of some viewers that's there. Yes. Yeah. Story number two. PlayStation Nation. And I say that because, I mean, we're still talking about PlayStation, obviously, but there's just more PlayStation stuff that has to do separately from the event that's happening this uh, Thursday. Quick little side note, Pivot. This Sunday, we are going to be re uh, live reacting to the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, and then following next Thursday, we are going to be live reacting, and it's a live reacting, not post-reacting, live reacting to uh, Summer Game Fest. So be on the lookout for all of that. Yeah, this Sunday's the Bethesda Xbox Showcase. No, 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 no. No, it's the 12th. Yeah, that's the 12th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, like, that's yeah. the one I can't show up to. Yeah, nothing this Sunday. Nothing this Sunday. Get that out of your head. It is literally the 12th. Is the uh is the Bethesda, Xbox Bethesda showcase, but the 9th is going to be the uh Summer Game Fest showcase. So we will be live reacting to both of those. So be on the lookout for all that. Back to story number two. Jenny Zeng from GameSpot says this in our article. PlayStation VR 2, Sony's new virtual reality headset for PS5, will have over 20 first-party game, first-party and third-party titles at launch. This info was pausing real fast. Who's, who thinks we're going to actually see the release date of the PSVR 2 this Thursday? We could, because they are pushing forward. The, they it, should be the more, the more I'm looking at these articles, the more I'm like, all right, this sounds like it's uh, showing up sooner than later. So Yeah. But continuing on, this info was revealed during Jim Ryan's game and net, uh, network service portions of Sony's 2022 business segment briefings. PSVR 2 was announced in 2021 and its successor of PSVR, the virtual re reality headset for PS4. Sony hasn't announced a price point for the PSVR 2, but you can expect it to be at, at least as high as the PSVR, which retailed for $300 upon launch. No launch date is set yet, but in a report, it suggested that Sony will launch the headset during 2020's holiday season. So, what we can expect from PSVR 2, the control. Uh, so, what can we expect from the PSVR 2? The controls will feature haptic feedback, adaptive trigger, and precise tr uh, precision tracking. The headset will also have an OLED HDR display, uh, 110 degree field of view, and 120 hertz refresh rate. For the PSVR 2's full specs revealed thus far, check out the PSVR 2's guides, everything we know about Sony's virtual reality headset, end quote, and story. And then still diving inside that, I do want to talk about Eddie Mackett's story from GameSpot, where it says, Sony is making moves on expand some of its uh, biggest video game... Actually, no, 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 because that's a little different. That's separate than the PSVR. So before we get inside Eddie Mackett's story, any thoughts about the PSVR 2? I know that you, I know you guys are in that camp. You're like, ah, let's go ahead and see it before it actually comes out. All that good stuff. Does I'm getting a bit interested? I mean, getting a bit. What what's what's grabbing you right now? They're uh, uh, nine ball. They seem to be pushing hard into it, and I'm imagining like maybe. I mean, I could see more with this going when they show the PlayStation VR. You might show other games, like even older games, maybe Beat Saber or Thumper. Yeah, you could put those style because they usually run on um, VR games. 
show how they may be optimized for it and how it's haptic feedback to work on some of those older titles into some of the newer ones. Like you mentioned before, Half-Life Alex, for example. I mean, this it sounds like PlayStation is pushing hard into it. I felt like the first one, it was more like a gimmick. Like, oh, we got PlayStation VR over here. Yeah. Maybe we got motion controls. Anybody remember those? I, I, I was actually about to bring it up. I think they started kind of getting to every generation that they're improv- improvising something because the motion controls, which was the place it should move, that was on PS3. Then they brought yeah. in the PSVR because, again, we were, as an industry, everyone was interested in VR, but we hadn't hit that space yet to be fully immersed into that player, Ready Player One sort of online type of stuff. PSVR 2, I think, is one that PlayStation is just like, we have a hit with the PS5 controller. It's not just a gimmick now because people are obsessed with this thing. Let's go ahead and go 100% inside PSVR 2. Because I'm telling you right now, that is something that had, had impressed me. Like, I've, I've, I did want to get the PSVR 1. I just never did. But PS, PSVR 2 is something that is specifically on my wish list that like, I'm going to save money up to actually get because it just seems so cool of an idea to me. And then on top of that, the first game they announced, at least from to my understanding, is Horizon Call of the Mountain. Like, like that is something for me. you know. And I have the space to be able to do it now, finally, <laughs> for PSVR. So now I'm able to go ahead and kind of do it a little bit more effectively. I think that was another reason why, why it kind of hindered me from actually doing it back in the day because of the fact that... Um, because of the fact that I just didn't have... I was always in, like, an apartment and everything like that. So, the space was kind of limited. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm definitely excited about PSVR 2. Like, this is only just enhancing my excitement a little bit more. Um, and then, once we find out what is coming out on this Thursday, it will... It might either stay the same, or it might even possibly go down, or it might actually just skyrocket. We'll have to see. Uh, uh, Mildewy. Your thoughts about this? Are you are you you're still tampering your expectations? Like, what's going on in your mind? I'm letting y'all be guinea pigs. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm kind well, of. Well, like, right now, I think I'm, I'm, I'm your only guinea pig right now. <laughs> that's fine. Your sacrifice is much appreciated. Um, <laughs> um, VR to me, like, I like the concept of it, of being able to really immerse yourself in there with it. The problem I have is just, you know, with the setup and all, I also wear glasses and everything, you know, it just, it feels weird and different to me, to where I don't get that true immersion into the game. But now, like, this was on the older stuff. Like, I haven't touched it since. So it could be better now. Yeah. For all I know. Which is awesome. You know, don't don't get me wrong. Um, I've seen some people play, like, Beat Saber, and I've seen some other rhythm games that are on, um, you know, Steam and all, that use VR only, that look pretty cool. Um, the only thing is, is when you start talking about other games that I probably would want to play, like, you know, possibly the horizon, you know, the new world and everything like that's, I feel is different because yes, you can move around, you can view the world and all, but it's like, if I'm really going to be in that immersive game, like I would have the problem of disconnecting my feet from my brain because as I'm walking forward, I would want to walk forward, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So that's why I would be like, we need that Ready Player One rig where we just harness ourselves and we're in there. We got the gauntlets, we got the gloves, and we just, all right, let's go. And like, then I could get my workouts in, you know. Then I wouldn't have to worry about, oh, you need to hit the trail. I'm like, hit the trail. I'm hunting. 
<laughs> Where's that thunder jaw? You know, get some exo primal br. You know what I mean? Just yeah, you know all that. So, um, I'm happy that they're continuing with the research and development of the urinal. Right now, I just I don't think it's for me personally, but I know people who are like hardcore into it, which is awesome. Um, you know, so I'm glad that they are still, you know experimenting with it increasing it trying to make it better you know i'm hoping also they're making it safer for people and all you know and then you got all this talk about we had talked about in a prior episode about them trying to make it like so real doors like you can taste stuff in there and all and i'm just like okay you know sao log horizon um dot hack yeah, you know situations the, going on here i'm just thinking <laughs> of the average person oh my god <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah so um like i said I'm kind of indifferent if you want my full opinion. I'm just like, new VR, awesome. There are people who's going to want to buy it. I'm just kind of camp on it for still a good bit. You know, I feel like I feel like it's got a lot to still improve on. But I feel like it's definitely, from what I've heard, going in the right direction. So, you yeah. know, I say keep it up. You know, keep going. And you know, maybe we'll hit Raider Player 1. I hope we don't. But, you know. <laughs> Well, what we do know is that Eddie Mac- Mackich has a game, uh, a article right here talking about the movie and TV series, which is he says this in his article. Sony is making moves to expand some of the biggest video game franchises with TV show adaptations. During the Q and A of Sony's latest earnings presentation, the company announced two new TV shows, as relayed by an, uh, an analyst, David Gibson. A God of War TV series is coming to Amazon, while Horizon series is being held by, uh, is being made by Netflix. A Gran Turismo t- TV uh, show is also in the works, but Sony did not announce a service or network for this. Update: This is inside the article. Deadline reports that Gran Turismo is being uh, made into a movie, not a TV show. So interesting stuff there. Uh, in May 2021, Sony a Sony spokesperson confirmed that the God of War TV series was not happening, but plans can always change as they now have. GameSpot has followed up with PlayStation in an attempt to get more details on the newly announced shows. All these shows will be produced by, uh, in part by PlayStation Productions, the business unit at Sony responsible for bringing PlayStation games to TV and film. Sony said that the May 2021 uh, that it had 10 TV shows slash movies uh, based on the games in the works and these, are, and these three additional properties add to the existing ones that we know about Sony. They include recently released Uncharted movie, Tom Holland. I'm going to stop there. It is worth checking out. Um, even if you guys are an Uncharted fan, it's worth checking out one time for sure. Uh, if you compare it to the game, you might be slightly disappointed. But if you don't, if you just look at it as its own separate thing, it's actually a pretty good movie. Me and my wife went to go see it and we definitely enjoyed it. Uh, back to the article. As well as the upcoming Ghost of Tsushima movie from John Wick's Chad Staliski. Uh, uh, HBO's The Last of Us series and the Twisted Metal show from the writers of Bob's Burgers. End quote, end story. So, some more video game movies being made. We already had a couple successful ones. Again, uh, Uncharted, Sonic. Uh, you have a couple of them that's already out there right now that's been doing pretty well. And this won't just be open fire here for anyone that wants to comment. Is anybody excited about all any right. of this? Anyone even care about any of this? Oh, it's a fire, all right. <laughs> so, all so right. What, what, what's your thoughts there, then, uh, Nineball? Oh, this is something special. Uh, I, I've heard people say Hollywood is dead. This is I, I don't I'm not 
really thrilled about this. The video games stand on their own, to be honest, as just interactive, in a lot of ways, an interactive movie. They really, I'm kind of scared, because whenever they do adaptations, you either hit it, or they miss by a mile. Mm-hmm. So, you either come close, which I heard Sonic did pretty well, yeah, or we end up with really a good. 1980s Mario Brothers scenario. <laughs> Yeah. Which, by the way, kids, that's being remade too. Yeah, we have Mario. Yeah. yeah, and they have Chris Pratt as Mario, which I thought was a very interesting choice. Oh my god! Yeah. But I, I, do we really need all these? To I mean, Gran Turismo. I'm thinking of. Did you know um, what was that? Fat? No, Fast and Furious. But Need, Need for Speed Need had for a Speed. movie. Yeah. Do we really need a Gran Turismo movie? Now, even more after the Need for Speed movie. I thought that well, was Fast here, and Furious. Well, I mean, yeah, yes, no, no. that was a literal Need for Speed movie <laughs> yeah. that came out. Here, here's the thing, though. Here's I the know. thing, though. The <laughs> Gran Turismo movie—it's really just marketing in the name because plot. They literally can make it whatever they want it to be. There's not like a storyline for that, so I don't. I, me personally, I don't think that the Gran Turismo movie is going to be bad. It's just going to be a racing movie. So if you like racing movies, then it'll just be. Then you'll be good in general. Wait, so they're making uh, so they're making Herbie three? So what? They're making Herbie three. I mean, I guess <laughs> that's why you want to look at it. Yeah, it's just like because again, they could just make a mock make character. They don't even have they could just create a character for the movie. It's not going to be the same like how you can't just create a random person for Kratos inside a God of War movie. Like you want to have someone that's actually Kratos. You can't just oh, yeah, have. You have you seen the Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah, I mean they yeah. did. They, they, well, the the late the latest movie, even though I I'm like, it. I thought it was I thought it was fine because I did go to see it myself. I thought it was fine. A lot of people like I don't think it was as amazing as people thought made it out to be. But that's the thing; it sold very well. It was hyped up very well, and people loved it. So that's people. I mean, out of all, I mean, you got over a hundred characters, and what did they do? Yeah, they made one. they made Cole. Yeah, and, so they, I think and yeah, enough, they didn't. They didn't destructive t- imagination you can destroy anything <laughs> but, but but that's the thing <laughs> that's the thing though is that like that one it doesn't make sense to create a person to them it did but and again it was received fine in gran turismo you don't ha- like you can create a person and it will be perfectly fine because you don't have a main character in gran turismo in general like you are the person so they can just actually completely script it but for- i've already seen gran turismo you ever seen days of thunder i mean, <laughs> Tom Cruise years ago. Me? Hold on. I gotta look that one up. The name <laughs> but, sounds familiar, but oh, this is old. They used to have a King's Island ride for the Days of Thunder. It was basically mm-hmm. a racing movie with Tom Cruise. It's basically yeah. Gran Turismo. But that's the thing. Like now, well, you I mean, can just I have an entirely be, different uh... Gran Turismo <laughs> and have it be a drama racing if you wanted oh, to. It didn't no. have to be that. I don't remember. This so one. just it just really it just really just depends. So I I think that the Gran Turismo movie can work the other ones i'm a little skeptical about are the other ones that have the last main... one is the only one i think actually has some promise i like i feel like that one has twisted metal to me doesn't make any sense yeah um, same here what and bob's burgers maybe? yeah well that's the thing i think it doesn't well, make sense they, but they're I, the getting same... the writers from it yeah yeah they've the got a movie bob already burgers. coming out the, the into theaters for bob's yeah. burgers the, th- the thing, though, the thing, though, is that I think what this is going to be, I think it's going to be one of those comedy things to where it's like they have a, a random person that's in there and they're entering and they're probably given this 
this ultimatum that they had to enter into, like this maybe this race, and they're like, hey, you have a fortune of a lifetime, and then once they actually sign up, that's what's just like, hey, and here's the twist, here's the catch. If you end up losing this race, you'll die, like almost like a Hunger Games oh, like type of thing. like death race? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's, that's what I think that Twisted Metal is going to be. Um, kind of piggybacking off your point here is that video games are already interactive in itself, so it's just like they already have cutscenes, they already have voice actors and actresses. Like, do we really need it? it as a video game, as a gamer standpoint, no, not really. We're already we're already getting that refill from the video game series. Mm-hmm. As a person that does not jump outside video games at all, like again, my wife does like me watching does wa- like watching me play like Uncharted and Last of Us every so often, everything like that, but. I, I can't really have her sit there for hours on end, thirty-two plus hours, just watching me play this game. As, as especially when movie, you get distracted by those side missions, you know. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So, but like yeah, a I'm movie, saying... it's an hour and a half to two hours max of just content and story building. I, I'm not saying think... that they're all bad. I'm just saying most time they're usually either you hit somewhere close, yeah, or you're super off, or they just will fall off. Remember World of Warcraft? Yeah. Nobody yeah. World of Warcraft. I, 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 I remember the they did it. <laughs> I, I saw did the it. movie. Yeah, I saw. I actually saw the movie, and I don't remember a thing about it. Nobody remembers World of Warcraft. <laughs> so what Nineball is stating is you can either M Night Shyamalan it, or you can maybe Sonic the Hedgehog it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right I mean, now, that's the only one I can think of that's kind of doing pretty well, and it's actually being well received. And the only reason that one actually survived is because the community lashed. Out on them on the whole oh, character God. model. Yeah, for you Sonic. Had to bring that that back is the up. only yeah. reason that that survived, and because they did that, this, Sonic. <laughs> this thing now has two. Now has a second movie coming out. That's yeah. how well that the community responded to saying, "Stop fucking with our shit," <laughs> you know. And the Sonic cult is big. I'll tell you that one, especially yeah. in other areas. My concern like- is just like, and I understand your point. Like, I understand both points. You know. Because I like to look at, I like to separate the games from the movies and the movies from the games, um, you know, or like, you know, vice versa, or movies from books and all. I don't know why I said movies from games. Like, I've never seen a movie made and then game made off of it. Actually, wait, they probably have done that. I just don't remember it. Um, anyway, like, I like to separate myself from them because, like, I see them as two different worlds. So, like, kind of like what Malachi said is that, you know, we're gamers. We play these games. We enjoy these stories and all. And then they want to make this into a show so they can share it with other people. But I understand like nine miles points, like they got to do it right because yeah. we as the gamers know the true story. Now, understanding the fact of like, you know, they're Hollywood, they're, they're, they're production companies. They've got limited stuff that they can do. Whereas with the gaming community, like they just go into unreal and then they just start building this world. You know, they have to do something. It's I mean, built that they just have to translate it you know they have to get it over there but a lot of times i don't know why you know we don't work in production we don't understand this stuff you know it, it doesn't go over too well like like one thing i can think of is walking dead everyone who i've talked to who's seen this show just just the show loves it i've read the comic books the graphic novel i can't watch the show because it changes so much in there yeah for I've heard that. multiple different reasons a lot of it's like very gory very bloody also, a lot of questionable things are being done and all in there towards, like, we can't show that. I get that. You know, that's going to happen. You know, because in graphic novels, they've got the capability of drawing this and doing this versus within shows and all. Like, well, we're showing it and we got, you know, the you got whoever, like, you know, you got the 
moms against showing her kids sex stuff on TV group or whoever, you know, um, reviewing this stuff. You know, I forgot their name of the group that does this. Um, but I definitely have the feeling of with Nine Balls, like, I feel like it kind of hurts my game a bit. Going back to my point of M. Night Shyamalan with the Avatar, The Last Airbender. Like, uh. if I were to step away from the show, from, like, knowing the actual anime show, I look at it and go, okay. But, like, because uh. in the back of my head, though, I've got both series. I've got the um, Angus and Graphic Novels for it. I'm screaming, the fuck did you do, man? <laughs> you know? Uh. So bring that up. Oh. I'm bringing that up to, to to prove the point of it can go up or down. Yeah. So I, to, the, you announcing that you're going to make a Horizon TV show, the the kid inside me that loves the Horizon game, yay! You know, the adult in me that realizes what they did with Avatar and all and some of these other shows, it's like, oh shit! Like, what are they going to do? Like, can they make it? Crossing fingers, you know, because it's a very yeah, I mean, good show. Story. And I would want to share it with people. I would want to be able to tell my folks, hey, watch Horizon. You know, yeah. I want to be able to say, hey, watch this because I love this game. And I'm actually kind of curious to see what are they going to do? Are they going to do it off of the game series or are they going to do it from a different perspective to the game series? Like, I don't I haven't checked the news yet on that one. That one's kind of still brand new. I've seen the headers going Netflix, you know, making Horizon series. I'm like, mm. you know. And technology has come farther, you know, towards like, you know, doing these adaptations should be easier now for them with the technology of green screen, motion tracking with the characters and all that CGI, you just CGI and everything. <laughs> you just have to do it right and put that time into it. So it comes down to, yes, Netflix is doing it, but do they have the A team on it? <laughs> you know? So that, and apologies you, for the rant there, but no, no, no. That actually, that segued perfectly into what I was just about to say. I think the, the difference here... So, first and foremost, we already know that anime movies are definitely different than video game movies. They both can yeah. be done... To, like, there uh, there has yet to be a good, a good, good anime, live-action anime movie done. Period. There has been a couple successful ones for ga- video game movies, but as far as anime movies, I've yet to actually see it done right. Um, Actually, for me, Alita Battle Angel wasn't too bad for its own. That one is because they incorporated CGI. Now, there was complaints about it because of how you know, different she was from the world, but it's like I took that as being... That's she's a she literal like, cyber angel. Yeah, she's like literally something different from humans. So mm-hmm. I actually, like you said, I actually saw that one and was like, that's not bad. And that was more of a... Well, the thing about that one is that was a huge passion project. And that's mm-hmm. what I... If they do it, the video game, that's who I want these people to be passionate gamers on this and they will put love and attention on that other than some CEO guy going, well, this well, world that, looks good. Let me slap my own people yeah. in there and call it a, ga- call it a game. And that that's kind of where, no, that's kind of where I'm going towards. the guys towards. who did the Xbox stuff. It's like, no, it needs to make me money. And the gamers are like, we're not buying that. You know? Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where I'm going towards is that they are getting Neil Druckmann for the uh, Last of Us. Like, the, like they, they're that getting the actual directors. Though. Yeah, they're getting the actual directors yeah. on it. So, so even though on paper this may not be desirable, but just because we know that there's that fear of them messing it up, there's also it that looks- point that it could actually come out great for even for all of them. Really, the HBO um, Last of Us, but also it could be Uncharted. Because, I mean, not, not Uncharted. Uh, it could be uh, Horizon. Because again, like, again, going back to Uncharted. Uncharted was one where I was just like, I'm going to see this, whether this movie is terrible or not. And I went in there thinking that it was going to be bad. It was surprisingly good. 
And this is coming from someone that played all the Uncharted, and I was comparing it to the Uncharted game. And there's a few things I would have done differently, definitely. But ultimately, I can't knock the game. Like if I had to put it on a on a S system scale, I'd give it a, a good solid for the for a uh, I'd give it like a B minus for the average gamer and a B plus for someone that's just randomly going inside there, have no idea what this movie's about, and they want to sit, check it out for the first time. Like, I mean, either really with. Like, when I watched even, for example, when I initially watched Arcane. See, this mm. is what I mean, too. It can be done. Arcane was spectacular. I actually loved Arcane. I give it a 5 out of 5 of mine. Because I'm able to watch it, even though I know League of Legends and I know some of their lore. For people that I talked to that didn't even know what League of Legends was, yeah. they was able to enjoy it. Yeah. That's the kind of thing I want in a game. I mean, that's what I'm saying. The Last of Us actually looks like a thing that will be excellent yeah. on there because it has kind of like that la um not last I'm gonna say last of us again, but it dead. has kind of like that walking dead feel to it. Mm -hmm. I do like the main characters are pretty good. I love all the main characters. And the world look and the world is beautiful and it's fleshed out. And even though you've got twist you got twisted characters, you got you you got good characters, you got resistance, you got a lot going on in there, and it could easily be a spectacular movie or series. The question is, how would they do it? I mean, it's hit or and that's the big thing I worry about with Hollywood. It's always hit or miss. I mean, you could end up I mean, even with well, I was gonna say the Silent Hill movie, but Silent Hill one was kinda close, but the problem with Silent Hill movie was basically this they use things but fan side of the hill they didn't understand as to why it existed in the world yeah and um it was just kind of done and just uh, oh this is an iconic figure from the show put it in there <laughs> they, they know what that is put it in there yeah it goes back to the whole <laughs> thing again with like dragon ball yeah. evolution where you just threw piccolo oh. in there and was just well, now granted that's a bad example because that's a video that's an anime, anime into uh, real, uh, live action, but still. Right, go ahead, then, Mel Dewey. I'll just say my last point on this is like I just I I understand where you're coming from. Then, like they got good characters and all there, but we gotta be careful because we saw this with the Cowboy Bebop uh, TV series. Yeah, is if they go watch. too, I watched like one episode. And if I just they go off. too realistic to the characters, it some it really sometimes a lot of times actually, in this case, pretty much 100 percent time for that one, did not translate well. Yeah, and even the people who don't know the anime of Cowboy Bebop didn't really feel into the show. Yeah, so they canceled and, it. And that's you know, another example. The biggest one I know was like with Ed's character. Like they made them too much like Ed from the show. Which you know, I love Ed from the show, but it's like you have someone that hyped up in real life. You're like, mm. yeah, you know. So you you got to find that balance between the fantasy of the game in the anime yeah. to the reality of the thing even though people are like well what's a fantasy I'm like but you didn't like this but the, you, they went over the top with it that's they why they like well, Arcane so. I mean it was kind of uh, Arcane though two. I'm going to say Nine Ball had the it, capability of being still within like a CG virtual animated world that, yeah so that's what I was about still, to say too it's not live action still did that when we're talking about trying to bring something to a live action capability yeah, you've got that Offset. The only reason Battle Angel Alita really worked well is because the main character wasn't actually a live action person. They were just like CGI'd in. And the only other one I can do more. So you got that balance. I think the reason why Last of Us is definitely going to do well is because Walking Dead and all these other zombie movies have already shown that they can do it. 
there's nothing different about um, Last of Us besides a completely different story to a zombie apocalypse. So that one, I see no troubles. With. Yeah, that's it's the one I'm like saying. Like Horizon, has, has God of War. Like, I mean, come on, you've seen the fight scenes of God of War. Like, good yeah. God, like trying to do that. Like, you're talking like you're gonna have to have some Marvel, like Guardians of the Galaxy CGI battle scene animation cinematics going on there to even replicate that shit. We'll like, see. It's either that or else <laughs> you're just gonna have a boring ass fist fight, you know? So. The only other one I can think of that did okay was if they hadn't messed up the casting was Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell? Alright, here's the thing. I'm kind of <laughs> the indifference on that. I still kind of enjoyed that one. I still think yeah, they did uh, a pretty decent job. Yeah, but I, I definitely I see it. a lot. I've, I've heard a lot of the arguments against and all, and I can definitely agree with them. Separating myself from it, I look at it and I'm like, I actually kind of enjoyed that. Yeah, Even I as someone who Ghost loves... Even as someone who loves the Ghost of the Shell animated series, it did not off-put me. Like, they did change up the ending, um, and I found some other aspects kind of a little bit weird, but, you know, it's it still was one that did not flop. Like yeah. I've seen other ones do. So, I enjoyed it. I actually had um, some friends who didn't, like, don't know the enemy watch it, and they enjoyed it, so... I, that's an example. I mean, the casting thing. wasn't too, it wasn't too, too bad for me, uh, to be honest. Oh, now, yeah. especially, I would say that one of the best ones they casted was who did they cast that guy for Bato? He looked exactly like him. Oh, yeah. Bato, yeah. Um, the uh, director, look, actually, was, I liked him. Um, I, uh, I loved, uh, I loved his character and actor. Um, everyone's like, oh, it's the only reason we love this because Scarlett Johansson was, uh, was the major i'm like no she just did the major very well i find <laughs> you know mm -hmm. i feel like that her roles from um black widow definitely helped with that because major is kind of very secretive about it now they did twist the story to it too which i didn't mind it either, was you know um, um, well i feel like they didn't they did the story but they didn't i felt like what they did they didn't follow the plot directly because exactly. that's when you hit problem you don't want to follow like even when they do the last of us I don't want them to follow it directly and try to like replicate every scene. Yeah, maybe hit some of the important scenes, but you don't want to replicate every scene because you're not going to be able to. Yeah, I mean, it's the traveling a well beaten path type of thing. You yeah, you definitely want to go off of it. So I did. I like I said I saw that. I saw all the displacements, but I didn't have a problem with them at all. They were that well done. So I think really, just really boiling down what we're all coming down to was like, we love the thought. But we want to see you do it right. It comes down to the production team and staff to really deliver a good piece to us and be able to handle it well. Because we've got examples out there, stuff that's failed. The Avatar, Cowboy Bebop, you know, the Mortal Kombat movies. Like, you've got stuff out there that's tried and didn't do it. Now we're in a new age with new technologies. Hopefully, they can deliver. But Even Street Fighter right 1994 was bad, but it's just so bad it's good. <laughs> I will, and just to interject for anybody that's a audio yeah. listener or a YouTube listener, when he says Avatar, he's not talking about the blue people. He's talking oh, about the yeah, last. Yeah, sorry, Airbender. Avatar: The Last Airbender. No, Avatar: yeah. The Blue People was fan fucking fantastic, and they got a second uh, movie coming out for that, and I can't wait for it to see what yeah. they're gonna do next. But yeah. um, yeah, no. So we've got the examples of good. We've got the examples of bad. You know, the good ones being good. We've said Ghost of Shell, Battle, um, um. Cyber Angel Battle, that one. Um, I, I would got, put Uncharted in that so, list, too. Then try to move uh, Uncharted, Uncharted. Yeah. Sonic's okay. definitely in there, too, because yep, actually after after they got it fixed and all, you know, fans will call it out shit and how they, 
Thank you to everyone who called out on Sonic. Thank you. Um, but we got the examples of the good. We got the examples of that. Hopefully, whoever's on the teams for this, you guys are taking those and learning from them and going to apply those lessons to these because you've got some top list games here that you're trying to play with and make real to, to make reality. There's going to be a lot of expectations. I can guarantee you the, the the chat rooms are already blowing up with this on it, and they're going to be watching you like people were watching the Sonic movie. So yeah, be careful. And what we also have to be careful of is story number three, which is Arigato Hashimoto. But before we get into that, I do remind, uh, let you guys know that we do a fantasy gaming league on an annual basis. We do talk a little. Uh, we do go ahead and do this like fantasy football fashion uh, style game where we just select video games throughout the year. Try to go ahead and, and uh, outpace each other that's inside the league. Uh, it is scaled on a 100-point scale with 70 points being the threshold. Anything above 70 points on Metacritic gains you points. Anything that scores below 70 points loses you points. And then, of course, there's something out there called counter picks where you can try to screw up your uh, your your counter your rivals out there. Um, anything that they would have lost from a game be, uh, being below 70 and you counterpicked it, you would gain those points. And then vice versa, anything that they gained from a, a game that came out that was pretty good, if you counterpicked it, you would actually lose those points. And if the game does not come out that year, then they will not be able to drop that game, which then you just took up a space for them. So just going down through the list again, uh, state standings have not really changed yet, but we do have a couple games that's coming up here really soon. Um, in first place right now is Moga, make Ohio great again, which is represented by our boy Ohio. He has on his list Elden Ring, which got 95 on Metacritic, got him 31 points. Pokemon Legends Arceus, 84 on Metacritic, 14 points. Sifu, 80 on Metacritic, 10 points. Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, 82 on Metacritic, 12 points. Um, he has Marvel Midnight Suns, which is pending. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge, pending. He has two open spots and is a counterpick of Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, which was on Renzoku Kin's list, and that is not coming out. In second place is Carrot Patch Inc. Uh, by the way, a little, little sidestep there. Um, it's estimating that you're going to win first place again this year. Uh, well, Dewey. Yeah, it's, Moga's it's, it's got... So uh, yeah, I know. Moga's got two empty spots, though. Yeah. So we'll have to see, and it depends on what comes out. Like, I'm like, I'm just playing to have some fun. Yeah. I'm just playing here to have fun, and you know, I um, definitely play the games and see what's coming out. So I'm definitely hoping for some good. I'm hoping for good numbers for all of us, to be completely honest, because a lot of the games that we guys that we all pick on here are games that we all want to see. But you know, I know there's like you know the whole comments on you know we don't think it's gonna come out this year because of the whole COVID situations and all that, and you know what's gonna be delayed and everything, but. I hope for good numbers for all of them. Some of these games actually kind of hit low. I was like, sorry, but I kind of saw that one coming. But also, it's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, what you should but, not be uh, sorry about is Gran Turismo 7 getting you 87 points on Metacritic, 17 points. Forspoken pending. Tunic, 85 on Metacritic, 15 points. Splatoon 3 pending. Stray pending. Salt and Sacrifice, 76 points on Metacritic, 6 points. Advanced Wars 1 plus 2 reboot camp pending. Hogwarts Legacy pending. And a counterpick of Chocobo GP which got you five points which that was a counterpick that was on Renzokukin's list in third place is myself representing ALWT Gaming I have Horizon Forbidden West 18 points got 88 on Metacritic a Plague Tale Requiem pending Ghostwire Tokyo 77 points on Metacritic 7 points Gotham Knights pending King of Fighters 15 81 points on Metacritic 11 points uh, Mario Strikers Battle League pending uh, two open spots and Bayonetta 3 is my counterpick which is on Illuminatus Living's list uh, Zaka Corp is in fourth place. 
uh, that's represented by It's the Nine Ball, has Tiny Tina Wonderland, 78 points on Metacritic, 8 points. Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, uh, not coming out. Well, it's pending to be not coming out this year. Uh, Saints Row, pending. Um, Total War, Warhammer 3, 86 on Metacritic, 16 points. Senua Saga, Hellblade 2, pending. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, pending. Warhammer 40k, Dark Tide, pending. He has Scorn, pending. as a counterpick of Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is on MOGA's list. And currently in last place right now is Illuminous Living, a.k.a. Illusion Be Live. He has Dying Light 2, Stay Human, 76 points, Metacritic, 6 points. Bayonetta 3, pending. Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins, 73 on Metacritic, 3 points. Mario, Mario plus Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, pending. Diablo Immortal, pending. Shovel Knight Dig, pending. He has a counter. He has two open spots. He has a counter pick of Saints Row, which is pending on Zaka Corp's list. So those are our current lists right now. I do also want to kind of. I never really go over this, but here in the next month, the next couple of weeks actually, Diablo Immortal t- uh, two is coming. Our Diablo Immortal is coming out uh, June second. So in two days, it's coming out. Uh, Mario Striker Battle. Mario Strikers Battle League is on ALWD Gaming's list, which is mine. That is pending to come out on the 10th of June. And then going inside July is Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which is Zaka Corp. Those are the most upcoming games that's up that's on our list. Uh, and, of course, you guys go to Fantasy Critic to take a look at that to see what's uh, what's going to be upcoming out for that. Uh, as a reminder, make sure you guys go into, if you guys like energy drinks, workout powders, water supplements, all that good stuff, make sure you guys go to Rep Sports, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Type in ALWT Gaming at checkout and get 50% off. That is ALWT Gaming at checkout, 15% off. But I do want to go on over to, again, story number three, Arigato Hashimoto. George Young from IGN. This one's a deep one for me just because of the person who it is. Game producer Shinji Hashimoto has announced today, uh, May 31st, that he has retired from Square Enix after almost 30 years with the company. Hashimoto started the Squaresoft in 1995 and was the brand manager for both Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts franchises. Quote, thank you everyone. I will retire on my 31st Tuesday today. During my tenure, I am very grateful to do all of you for on, uh, in various fields, Hashimoto announced on Twitter. From now on, I would like to support you as a Square Enix fan. I'm really thankful to you. End quote and story. So this one, I've, I included in there because one, this is a heavy hitter inside the gaming industry. 1995 is where he started at Square Enix. I was so that's, five years old. Yeah, dude, that was a while I dated ago. myself. <laughs> so, but also on top of that, um, one of the things that was just crazy about it to me is that like, without this guy being on the Square Enix, like on this uh, Final Fantasy project, I don't know if I would be the gamer that I am today. I mean, of course, like I always talk about, I always have my story about my buddy getting me into Final Fantasy, um, which I will forever be great, uh, grateful for. But seeing one of these pioneers in uh, the Final Fantasy franchise retire today, it is something that's just like, earn your rest, man. You did a job well done, and I hope that Square Enix can carry out your legacy uh, moving forward. Yeah, I hope, I hope yeah. your uh, underlings, like your understudies, studied you hard, man, because yeah. you brought us some fabulous games. Like, fabulous know, games. guys up there talking about like... Thanks for you your know, service. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Not because I'm on Final Fantasy. The Kingdom Hearts series is one of my favorite series. Like Kingdom Hearts One. Like when I found that, like just the cross with Disney and all. Like I love my Disney movies. Um, I love my cartoons. Love Disney it was a really special place to me. Um, 
growing up when I lived overseas in military bases, and it's, a lot of times those are some of the only movies we had, like that, Transformers, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, growing up, like that, that touched me. And the fact that they had a game that related to that and brought those brought my childhood into life in the gaming world just really spoke to me a lot. So the fact that they did that and he was a part of it and probably helped bring it forward just, you know, I love every moment of it and I can't wait to see how they go forward from here after he's left, you know, so I want, I can't wait to see the next step up, see what their thoughts and ideas are on, on all this. So, um, but yeah, no, thanks for your service, man. And, you know, we, we look forward to sitting with you in the bleachers as they, as uh, Screen Enix announces their next steps. Facts. Any additional commentary there, uh, Nine Ball, or is everything pretty much said? Thank you for your service. Thank you, Sam. The technical difficulties, uh, okay. folks. Well, as he's looking into that, we're going to go on over to story number four. Um, no, me, me, I was about to say, me knowing Nine Ball, I know that he would say thank you for your service for the Final Fantasy uh, franchise and putting all your work into that. Um, yeah. Did you have any additional commentary there, Nine Ball, or was it? Um, no, not really. Did a lot for it. I mean, I'm grateful. I mean, like you, I actually started on Final Fantasy VIII was one of the first ones I played. So I actually picked up eight was the first one. I knew somebody that used to play it all the time. Yep. So I picked that one up and went through it and thoroughly enjoyed it, and I just went up the Final Fantasy chain from there. Thanks. Story number four, we actually have a little clip here that we're going to watch together here. But before we do that, I'm going to read the article on here. Wesley LeBlanc from Game Informer says this in the article. Sonic Frontiers was teased way back in 2019 before it was teased once again in 2021. It was originally supposed to drop last year, but instead became a 2022 title with a new trailer debuting at the Game Awards in 2021. Uh, now, as we both as we anticipate the Blue Blurs 3D return sometime this year, Sega has released a new teaser trailer that gives us uh, just a taste of Sonic's f uh, first open world foray and looks and it looks awesome. That not be Sonic 2006. This is a new teaser trailer, a teaser that comes uh, <laughs> by the way of the official Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter account, which was released uh, along at least the trailer alongside the news that Sonic Frontiers is getting the IGN first uh, treatment in June. In fact, according to the, the tweet, we'll be getting some world exclusive reveals very soon which if this teaser trailer is anything to go off of means we'll probably be getting uh, some extended uh, looks at gameplay in june for now the teaser trailer uh below is what we'll have to do so i'm gonna set this up but does anyone have any well actually yeah let's go ahead and let's go ahead and actually set the go ahead and do this because i think i already have it ready to go let me just pull this up i'm gonna share this bad boy we're going to share this Go live. I believe this is what we want. Oh, maybe not. Hold on. Let's see. Bam, bam. Show this again. Up. Oh, there we go. Go live. Okay. So you guys see it, right? All right, now I'm going to share it. Here we go. Final Fantasy 
there you have it. I'm going to play it again without the sound. And do you have any commentary on this there? Uh, I want to start off with you, Mildewy. To be completely honest, I kind of got Breath of the Wild's feelings from the whole layout and setup. And when he was fighting, I kind of got a bit of a gravity rush feeling. Interesting. In terms of, like, combat um, with, like, him standing in the air and all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that they've kind of shown a bit of gameplay. I'm kind of curious about how how large the world is and also the story plot to it. Right now, it looks actually pretty fun. Um, I'm also kind of curious if you can do co-op play with this, like if you can bring Tails, Knuckles, um, Amy, um, uh, Cream and Cheese in uh, as well. You know, if you can get character people and play with them and bring those characters in if you find them or unlock them or something. So, um, you know, it definitely looks like they've got, like, events, like, you know, uh, action points, side points, you know, big boss monsters you got to fight in this open world. Um, so kind of interested now that we've seen gameplay to see more about the story. There you go. What about you there, uh, Nineball? Oh, God, I feel like the pessimist in this. Um... <laughs> I see Sonic 06. Oh, quit hating. I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be optimistic, but uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is not have a good future. It never. I'm not gonna say it had a bad future. It just Sonic's being. They've been mostly miss as of late. I don't know what's going on. Now the shows are good. The movie has been so maybe they learned. I mean. try uh it's just I, I don't know what to do with sonic they most time the shows the animation and stuff here yeah it looks really good the 3d environment looks spectacular it's just sonic has been hit or missed and lately it's been more missed than hit i don't know i've been like I, I like the sonic adventures when they came out I, there was there was a Sonic game that was on Dreamcast. I think I mentioned this before too as well on here. But there was a Sonic game that was on Dreamcast that was actually really good. Um, fast forwarding to right now, like this one has my interest to a point. Like it it looks. I think that the maneuverability seems pretty cool. Um, I agree with uh, Mildew. I think that it does have like a gravity rush feel, but I also feel like it has a very Shadow of Colossus feel too when you're fighting some of these bigger monsters. Um, which looks a little interesting to me too as well. The thing about it for me is that, uh, th- that that's kind of a con is that there's it's a lot of there's a lot of like futuristic mechanical stuff in there, um, which you guys already know I'm not a huge sci-fi person. This somewhat falls into that category, not entirely because it's not really space per se, but it, I don't know just that part. Well, I, I, go ahead. I don't know if you could argue if those things are mechanical. We don't know their true natures. They could be. Um... Well, it could be. I I could agree with Doctor Robotnik, but the thing is, is, like when I see them, like they just use an energy source. It kind of reminds me of like chaos, like energy put into a golem almost. So kind of like yeah. you know what Malachi said with the the Shadow of the Colossus and that. Like you know, you could have robotic stuff in there, like that one, that orb one might have been a robot from mm-hmm. you know say Doctor Robotnik. But some of the stuff, I kind of feel like you could argue maybe like ancient with like. Because you got um, Knuckles Race, who was the kid in the Guardians of the Chaos Gems and all. It's like, those things have been around for so long, if I remember my lore of Sonic, right? Where we could be, you know, seeing something else from 
advance from like from the past that you know is coming forward into this future. Yeah. So, I I think I mean it's uh, that speculating. You know, yeah. you could have both in there, but um, I think this one, like I, like I said, and I'm, it feels like you know, in terms of open worldness, Breath of the Wild, some of the combat moves made me feel kind of gravity rushes. But I can see you know, Malachi with Shadow of the Colossus feeling on it too, but. As far as I've seen, like it doesn't seem like they're so far failing too much. But like I, said, I want to see more. Well, I, don't think the, I don't think they're failing. How... I don't think they're failing at all. I, I I'm just saying, like as a personal preference, that's one thing I picked out. Now, one thing I will say as a pro for it is that yes, it might feel a little sci-fi to me. It is Sega, and Sega if uh, we're the same people that made Fantasy Star Online, which I was into. And I think that they're also, or maybe it was that Square Enix that made Star Ocean. Is it Square Enix for Star Ocean? Gray and Ocean. Yeah. So, so, so those two in general are ones that are like fantasy, uh, sci-fi as well. And those I can I can wrap my head around. So, so this is leaning more towards that. It was just on my first walk, like first look through at this. I was like, ah, I don't know. But then I started seeing some more gameplay, and I was like, all right, all right. we'll have to see some more gameplay. But yeah, I, I am intrigued. I like this right here. Like I don't know if you guys saw that, but he's like running, and then right when he gets to the open field and everything like that, he starts sprinting even faster. I did like that because it makes me tell me that the maneuverability seems to be a little bit more diverse and controllable. You can control cool. how you go and all. Like, do you want to go full Sonic Run? Do you want to uh, spin ball, speedball? Yeah. Um, like I said, like they definitely had the Sonic Adventures too, which definitely brought in more characters as well um, from the Sonic universe into their world. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, those ones. Um, so I'm hoping, like with this one, as you go through, because like we kind of heard Tails' voice in a way in there. So I'm hoping they bring in the crew and all, and maybe you can get some co-op cap- um, play capabilities of like have people come in and they can like play as some of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, you know, but we'll have to see. But I, I've so far, I'm liking what I'm seeing. You know, I'm not going to be like fangirling over it, but <laughs> I say keep it up, keep going, yeah. show some good stuff and. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think Stone yeah. 06 and Nine Ball will be happy, I guess. <laughs> uh, a couple positive. I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna say it's gonna be good. A couple little fun ones for you guys. We have PlayStation and Xbox updates here, uh, and this is where I want to had. I want. I, I don't talk to you guys off stream. That I had a commentary about the PlayStation One, and here's why. Fun ones. PlayStation right here. PlayStation Plus leaks. West Little Blanc from Gameformer says this. Boy, get ready to download the latest games. I, uh, I will. Get ready to download the latest games I was included in is probably what Kratos would say uh, to Artreus if he read this story. That's probably because that's because reliable PlayStation Plus leaker source Deal Labs has re- had reported a leak for a June PlayStation Plus games in the lineup includes God of War, Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl, and Naruto the Boruto Shinobi Strikers. This news comes by the way of... Uh, Deal Labs, naturally, as it's reported by Eurogamer, and it uh, and if it's like the previous months, the former is correct. If the leak does end up being correct, PlayStation Plus subscribers will have those three games to look forward to from July seventh until July fifth, uh, uh, June seventh to July fifth. So looking at that, that so you guys actually have another six days roughly to get the games that's currently on Plus right now, and then once noon hits Eastern Standard Time for us uh, on Tuesday, that's when the new list is going to update and refresh here's the problem that i have with this this is the problem 
I don't mind Nickelodeon's uh, All Stars Brawl, and not the Toe the uh, uh Shinobi Strikers being on. I already there. know what it is. Even even though even though that both of them are technically fighting games, it there's still different types to a point. But it is what it is. That's that's neither here nor there. The problem I have is God of War being there, and the reason why I have a problem of God of War being there not because it's not a fantastic game because it definitely is. This is not the first time that I've been seeing these PlayStation Plus collection games being uh, in, like rolled out on a PlayStation Plus in general. I was thinking the exact same thing. Like that's <laughs> that's the pro- that. that's the problem I've been having. It's just like we we're, I mean eventually someone's going to upgrade to the PS5 already. I would assume if they're a PlayStation lover, so like eventually they're going to upgrade to this. Why are they just giving us these games that's already on Plus, like for the PlayStation Five collection? The only way that this would make sense is if the PlayStation Plus collection is going to eventually go away soon, and then like anybody that gets a PS Five at that point can't download these games anymore. That's the only way I can think that that would be possible. But it's not being promoted that way. It doesn't feel like it's going to be that way. So it's just like, why are you guys giving these games that we're already going to have access to in later months, or if you already have a PS Five like the three of us do? Why are you just giving us these games again? Like they're it's it's at this point it's a little too and maybe I'm coming from a pl- place of being privileged here, but at this point it's almost like you're catering a little too much to the PS4 community now when we're already two years in for this well, particular setup. They did um, make an announcement that by by 2025 they'll start producing for four. Well, and there was actually a new article which I did not include in here to where they said that the oh wait 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 is that what you said 2024. It was like 2024, 2025 yeah. when they said they would stop making for the four. Yeah, there was like something else. Yeah, there was something else that popped up. There was, a, there was another article and it had popped up that said that they probably won't do that now because they're, they're not planning on stopping the, these sales because they keep selling. Like the PS4, they're still selling. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. Like I'm at this point, like... There's too many rumors going around and too many bounces back and forth of them to truly, I think, not lock them down. Mm-hmm. To say what exactly they're going to be doing, so yeah. and on top of that, not not to add more flame, a fuel to the flame. Like if PSVR two does come out this year, that's going to be a PlayStation Five peripheral exclusive. So it's just like that's going to make even more people want to get PS fives when it's already hard to get. So I don't know. I just I just think I think at this point they need to focus like when it comes down to software stuff, just focus on giving us new stuff. That's not going to just already be double dipping inside the PlayStation Plus collection or uh, or even the new subscription that's coming out next month. Because I think there's even a couple games that's coming out next month that's inside the, that that uh, extra that uh, extra and that premium tier that's already included on the PlayStation Plus collection as well. So it's just like I don't know. I, it's as far as the quality the the quality is there. The problem is that the quality in our recession is just repeating it's just like all right i got this the first time around already now how come what's making it so different about the fourth time around (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like that that's that's where i have a problem that's my that's my only caveat about it i am looking forward to nickelodeon all-stars because that's your that's your super smash brothers on um playstation now (laughs) so i'm excited about that and i'll be able to play as leonardo and uh i think it's donatello or something like that no, 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 Raphael. I think those are the two. That's I'm playing a Shaggy. Is the Shaggy on that one? That's Shaggy's on there. Yeah, no, Shaggy's no, on there. Uh, are you talking about the multiverse? 
Oh, yeah, multiverse. multiverse. That's yeah, 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 yeah. That's multiverse yeah. is Shaggy. No, yeah. this one's got like Rocco, um, Jenny, yeah, Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, you got the um, you got Reptar from um, Reptar from Rugrats. Yeah, from Rugrats. Yeah. You got Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. Planet Rock. I'm playing as um, Reptar. I think they also <laughs> launched Korra in there too. You can play so, yeah. Neutron. I don't even care about Korra. I'm playing as Reptar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not so I'm pretty sure they got a bunch for sure. uh, SpongeBob, you know, all of them. So, yeah, yeah. so know, yeah I'm I think sure they I, also I, got I, Hey Arnold. Like, anyone who's, like, who's on the Nickelodeon, you know, yeah. thing. Multiverse, I think, was like DC and like Cartoon Network. Yeah, it's definitely DC. There. They got like Batman and stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. it's got is Batman, it, Bugs Bunny. It's, w, um, it's WB characters. Yeah, it's yeah, Warner I, Brothers. I believe yeah. Warner yeah. Brothers has DC, I believe, with the, them. They, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have at least Batman, regardless. But yeah, yeah. So Batman, like Scooby, uh, Shaggy, um, like you know, Bugs Bunny. Yeah, they showed that on there. Um, Animated. The there was one. There's one other. There was one other one. Like I don't, don't remember the girl with the rapier that they showed in the trailer. Um, gotcha. You know, so <laughs> so they were talking yeah. like Harley's um, Bugs Bunny, Harkland, Iron Giant, Taz, more. So. Yeah. It was, it was just again just going back to on the, the PlayStation topic on that. Yeah. That's that was my only caveat with it. Uh, Boruto, Naruto, the Boruto Shinobi Strikers. That's actually a fun one for someone that's never owned it. Getting it for free will be a nice little touch on it, and it is it is one that I don't mind coming back to if we have ever have like a squad to go up, go ahead and do X, Y, and Z. Uh, and then again, Nickelodeon uh, All Star Brawls. That's either like a, you're super excited for it or. Or uh, you're you're not. It's just an okay one to put on the list. The one that I have a problem again is God of War because it is already included on the PlayStation Plus collection. So I so that's where I and on top of that, I'm pretty sure that's one of the titles that's all also going to be inside the tier list. So that's where I have a problem at because it's just like now you're getting it three different ways. <laughs> so is it really is it really a deal? Um, Xbox Game Pass updates from Robert Anderson from IGN says this in the article. We're set for another wave of games uh, being entered into the Game Pass Hall of Fame this month, including the much-anticipated Ubisoft Assassin's Creed Origins. Xbox has now revealed its first set of Game Pass games for the month, with the other confirmed titles including For Honor Marching Fire Edition, Ninja Gaiden uh, Master Collection, Chorus, Disc Room, and more. Remember that this is only the first wave of games, so we're expecting more this uh, expecting this month, and another set of announcements for Game Pass entries is soon expected. More, uh, moreover, we all, as we all know, Xbox and Bethesda's showcase is uh, also this month on June twelfth, so uh, we're sure to see the plenty of other games coming to the service this year and beyond as well. End quote. End story. And that one again, like I have Assassin's Creed Origins because my uh, brother actually got it for me for Christmas because he thought I like I do like Assassin's Creed, but he thought I was about Assassin's Creed like I am for Final Fantasy. So there is that. Um, for Honor is it's a nice little touch to have on there. Try it out if you don't like uh, if you have never played For Honor. Ninja Gaiden Collection Edition. I feel like it's a little late for like uh, it's, oh, it's, no, it's it's an old it's it's an old game. Ninja Gaiden is great. It's worth checking I, out. Yeah, I mean, it, it's worth checking out. But again, it's it's old at this point. Like I've I've played all the Ninja Gaidens, and it's just like I don't I don't need to go back to that world. Chorus is a, is a good. Uh, that's a good little one. I I mean that was announced at the Xbox Showcase, either at the beginning of last year or the year before that. Um, I think it was the beginning of 
year before that. I think it was the year before that. Uh, that one is looks like a nice little indie style game. Disc Room, I have no idea about, and it says M War, but of course we have to be on the lookout for what that's going to look like throughout the June. So if you guys have Xbox or Xbox Game Pass on your PC, phone, or system, be on the lookout for more updates like this. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been our Alt Things Gaming uh, uh, episode 21, season 2. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Make sure you guys are checking us out on video game content. Again, this Thursday is going to be our reaction to uh, the state of play that PlayStation is going to show off. Are they going to have some bangers or are they going to have some hangers? Uh, we'll have to find out. Uh, next Tuesday is going to be our Things Gaming. And then followed by that next Thursday, which is a week from this Thursday, is going to be this uh, our live reaction, live reaction to Summer Game Fest with Jeff Keighley. I cannot wait for that. I cannot wait at all. Um... And of course, if you guys are, are following us on Twitch or even just listen to this on Anchor or whatever like that, consider following us on Twitch. If you guys are following us on Twitch, if you guys have an Amazon Prime account, you guys can merge your a Twitch account and an Amazon Prime account together if you have a Twitch Prime. And every single month, they will give you a free subscription that you guys can go ahead and sub to any one of any uh, any YouTube or Twitch streamer on Twitch. Consider using it for ALWT Gaming. Um, again, every 30 days, they don't remind you, they don't let you know, but it is something that will help us out for sure in the long run. Right now, we're at four subscribers. If we get 15, I don't know what that's gonna look like, but that will be exciting right there. So, again, www.twitch.tv forward slash ALWT Gaming, your Twitch Amazon, uh, your Twitch Prime account. You guys can give a free sub, and we appreciate if you guys use it here. But if you guys decide not to use it here, Make sure you guys are using that somewhere else. Like, give somebody else that love. You know what I mean? Give them that that little uh, TLC. I am Malachi thirty six. This is it's the nine ball, and this is Mill Dewey Carrot. We are signing out for the day, last day of May. That all rhymed. It's gonna be May. Control, Alt, and play. Play. Peace out.